Welcome to Money Isn't Scary, a podcast for women to explore our fears around money and inspire each other to be financially empowered. I'm Megan Dwyer, and I'm making it my personal mission to remove the taboo around money and help women rewrite their stories so they can stop staying small and begin to live life on their terms. In this show, we get real and uncomfortable as we unpack our beliefs, thoughts, and behaviors that aren't serving us anymore. I can't wait for you to join me on this journey. So let's dive in. Hi, you guys. Welcome to another episode of the Money Isn't Scary podcast. I'm Megan Dwyer. Today, I want to talk about a topic that is very close to me. And I'm bringing it up today because I know it needs to be talked about more and because I read a recent article about it and I want to share some thoughts that I have. So as I'm recording this, it is Tuesday, January 16th. And yesterday, if anyone knows, it was a day called Blue Monday. I had heard about Blue Monday last year, but didn't really think much of it. But the fact that I woke up yesterday and saw a few headlines about it again this year made me realize that maybe it's more of a thing than I realized. And I want to talk about it because I have a lot of thoughts about it. So what is Blue Monday for those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about? Blue Monday claims to be the most depressing day of the year. In 2005, a travel company in the UK labeled the third Monday in January each year as Blue Monday, claiming that this is the day that happiness levels fall to their lowest levels of the year. So, of course, why not profit off of it by selling vacations so people can feel happier? Because vacations make people feel happy, right? Supposedly. So they decided on the third Monday in January by enlisting a psychologist, Cliff Arnold, to find the exact date, who interestingly also applied a similar formula to come up with the happiest day of the year in the summertime, which is also interesting. We just don't really hear about it. So Cliff came up with an equation which combines a number of variables, including weather, debt, monthly salary, time since Christmas, time since you failed quitting something that you attempted to quit, motivational levels, and the need to take action. There is zero actual science behind this, but the variables in place do make sense to me. Personally, I've been in a little bit of a rut lately. I was struggling myself this past weekend, and A piece of it had to do with the fact that my husband was away for one reason or another most of the weekend, and I was on duty with the kids for three straight days. But I haven't really shared this much on the show, but I also struggle with depression, which is something that I got from my mom, and my mom got from her mom, and no one talked about it then, so it was harder to get help. But I've kind of gone in and out of different periods, right? Honestly, probably starting in middle school for me, right? Going through high school and in college, I I struggled for a period of time as well. And I do know I've shared with you guys, I went through it again after having Ryan, my youngest son. I feel like I just kind of tend to, to go there. Like I feel the lows of the low. Sometimes it's not my natural state to wake up happy every day. I have to work myself there. And if I don't actively make the effort, I can easily find myself in a funk where I just don't want to face the day. Um, But I know I'm not alone here, which is why it makes me so angry that we need to make a holiday out of mental health struggles. First of all, it minimizes our whole experience with it as if it's the cool thing to do, right? To be sad during this time in January. (laughs) But 
that also you know minimizes the experience of people who are dealing with these feelings on every other day of the year too right it also turns what is actually a more serious issue into a marketing ploy and this relates to my whole issue with self-care and how it is marketed these days and it makes it it just makes it seem like all we need to do is buy this product or book this vacation and we'll all of a sudden feel better like it's just that simple Somewhere, someone is profiting off of our struggling, and that just does not sit right with me. It's like we're dismissing it, as if mental health struggles are trendy, but just for today, so companies can make some money off of you. But after that, let's go back to hiding it, because good vibes only, right? To be fair, January has typically, in years past, been my least favorite month. It is cold. There are short days and I don't love shoveling snow. I like skiing in snow, but ski bum is not my reality. And for those of you with kids, these weekend days when it's too cold to be outside for very long and it gets dark at 4.30, they are draining. We're also coming off the highs of the holidays with all the social events and now the credit card bills are due and we're trying to get back into normal routines again. And... For us here anyway, it's time to start signing the kids up for camp over the next couple of weeks. So I just feel this like constant like money pressure and tightness that like just doesn't seem to end. But when I was really struggling, um, I used to hate being alone. It was a very scary place for me. So I would distract myself with anything I could so that I didn't have to be alone with my thoughts. And I think we all do this. This is why we doom scroll and we buy things that we don't need. Even yesterday, I finally had a few hours to myself after, again, being with the kids for three days. And I didn't know what to do with myself. So I went to the mall to walk around. Like, it's my default. Like, there's, the, there's like magnet that just pushes me there. And it used to work, honestly. It, it used to at least temporarily, like, give me this kind of, like, high good feeling when I bought myself something. But these days, the luster has just worn off. But my perspective on all of like this January stuff has started to shift. I have been so busy in December these last few years with work and life that I actually look forward now to the calm of January when the kids are out of the house and I have quiet time again. It is still super uncomfortable for me because now I have to sit with myself which I just told you I used to be so afraid of. And now there's less distractions, but at least it's quieter and I can hear myself think, which is good. The thing with January is that I think it's such a raw and vulnerable time for everyone. We get this like new year, new you messages and pressure from everywhere. And even if you don't buy into that, that mindset or, or you don't have a resolution, I think there's still a lot of focus right now on change at this time of year. Like the new calendar gives us a fresh start and a chance to evaluate what happened last year and how we may want to how we may want things to go differently this year. In general, and especially I think coming off of the holidays, people just want to feel better this time of year, which is why we join the gym, why we book that relaxing vacation, why we buy the new journal, why we do dry January, right? But those things alone are not going to cure depression or anxiety. They are Band-Aids. Sure, they are awesome for us. They are healthy. They make us feel better in the moment. But 
I really still don't think if we're, if we're just doing that and we're not like really doing the deeper work to get to the root of the issue, I think we're just going to continue to go in circles, spending money that we don't need to spend on things that will solve all of our problems. And so many of our problems, honestly, you guys, we probably can't even identify because they go so deep. Like maybe there's nothing in particular wrong. This is something that my husband and I talk about all the time. Like there's nothing wrong right now, but why do we feel so blah? And I think maybe it's like a general feeling of dissatisfaction for one reason or another that we have to dig into further. I think we are so desperate to find purpose and meaning in our lives. And because we have no idea how to do that, we do what we're taught in our culture and what everyone else does, which is looking outside of ourselves for physical things that will make it better. But we forget to turn inside. I can't tell you guys the number of times I have gone shopping because I'm having a tough day or days like I just did. And I will tell myself that if I just buy these trendy sneakers or the pair of jeans, then I am going to have all of a sudden so much confidence and everything will now be different. I literally did it yesterday. I was just, again, feeling blah. I was out at the store and all of a sudden now I find myself looking for a pair of Nike sneakers, which I didn't really intend to do. But in my mind, I imagined myself wearing them, thinking that I was going to be different when I wore them. I didn't end up buying them. But this is something that I think we all do. And I'm realizing that I probably, instead of going to the store looking for the Nike sneakers, I probably should have just gone to a yoga class instead. And I think I would have felt better. We try to find purpose through materialism. And even more, I think we try to find purpose through goal setting. Like you got to check those boxes, right? But what about those times when we can't be productive? That's when I think I struggle the most these days. Anyway, I know I'm being super vulnerable right now. Like the Megan of three years ago would never have shared this much because I was trying to come off a certain way. I don't know what I was trying to prove like to people that I have it all together. I, I don't know. But deep down, I was, you know, probably super insecure underneath it all. But I know that having it all together or feeling happy all the time isn't reality. And I know there's so much power in sharing. We are never alone. So if you're struggling right now, I hear you. There's a lot going on in the world and in our own lives, and we never know what's going on behind somebody else's door. Also know that if you're a recovering perfectionist like me, you want to find ways to fix the perceived problems in your or someone you love's life. And it isn't going to happen. It's not worth our effort. We just have to learn to get comfortable with sitting in the discomfort, which I hate so much. Like I hate this concept because it's so painful for me. But there is no other way around it. It is never supposed to be all rainbows and unicorns. There is contrast as much as we may hate it. But the contrast, honestly, like logically, you guys, logically versus emotionally is two very different things for me. But logically, the contrast is what makes the good so good. And it's learning how to best support yourself during those dark times. And especially on Mondays or Tuesdays or Wednesdays or any day of the week, you guys, in January or any month of the year. So thank you so much for listening today. I know this one was really emotional for me and that's why I was probably a little disjointed and off and you know the 
my flow here, but I hope you got something out of it. And if you did, please share it with me. You can go join my Facebook group, The Mindful Money Mamas, where I have a whole group of women just like you who are on this journey of self-discovery and creating a healthy relationship with money. So go check it out. Thanks so much, you guys. I'll talk to you next time.